You're listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn, where you'll find uplifting and practical advice for everyday living, creative inspiration for do-it-yourself projects, and recommendations for books and resources that will encourage you to embrace your life repurposed. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn. Welcome to episode number 16 of Life Repurposed. You'll find the show notes for this episode at michellerayburn.com slash 16, that's one six. If you'd like to find any links I mention, the article that goes along with it, that's really what show notes are. And anything else that I think of after I turn off the recording, sometimes I put a little bonus in there for you. So in this episode, I want to talk about changes and careers and some of the decisions that we go through. And I'm going to just talk from the heart because sometimes I write out, I have the whole article written and then I record a podcast to go along with it and I think it all out and I know what I'm going to say. And today I thought I would just speak from the heart because I want to pretend that we are either riding in the car together, if you're listening to me in the car, or that we are sitting down and having coffee together. So if you're watching the video, uh, go ahead and pause, go make yourself a cup of coffee, and then let's sit down and have a little conversation. Only I'm gonna do all the talking. I know, that's not really a conversation, is it? So let's imagine that we are sitting down together and I'm gonna talk at you (laughs) for a little bit, and I'm gonna tell you a little bit of what's on my heart, and then, I'm going to give you an opportunity to respond. And the way you can do that is you can find me on social media. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, and also you can find me on my website at michellerayburn.com. And we can have a conversation by you sending me some feedback and some input, some of your thoughts on what we've talked about in this episode. So I would love to hear from you at the end after you've had this little listen in with me and just get your thoughts on where you're at in some of your goals. I mentioned at the end of the last episode that I was going to be talking about career changes and some of the things that come along with making a transition into something new. This has been on my heart for a long time and I actually picked up the book Real Artists Don't Starve by Jeff Goins and I'm going to mention that at the end of this episode. It was just something that resonated with me when I saw the title Real Artists Don't Starve. Timeless Strategies for Thriving in the New Creative Age, and I'll explain why that resonated with me in a second. But also, I feel like I've met so many people who are in this transition process, and so I wanted to have a frank conversation because there might be somebody who's working in a career because they went into it, majored it in college, and uh, maybe even had some fulfillment in it at some point, but now they're starting to question. And if you're that person, if you're thinking, I don't know why I'm doing the job I'm doing, if only I could do, and you fill in the blank, because yours is different than mine, think about what it would be like if you could make that transition. What's holding you back? What's keeping you where you are? Um, maybe you feel stuck and unfulfilled. Why do you feel stuck and unfulfilled? So as I talk about inspired life in the first part of this episode, I'm going to tell you a tiny bit of my story and how I got to where I am right now. I'm going to tell you what I do because some of you might wonder what in the world does she do besides record a couple podcasts here and there. So I'll tell you a little bit of my story. But ultimately, I want to challenge you to think about what do you want in life and are you already attaining what you want or is it out there on the horizon somewhere? Um, Where are you at in your thoughts? So I want you to think about that. So a little bit about my story. I did not start out as a writer 
and a speaker. I did not start out doing graphic design or doing marketing. That's not where I started at all. In fact, when I was a teenager, I had already decided I wanted to be a registered nurse. And my mom was an LPN. I used to get to go to work with her sometimes because back then there just weren't as many restrictions on somebody coming along like a daughter going to work with her mom so when my mom was on the night shift i would sometimes go along with her stay up all night follow her around watch what she did with her patients sit at the desk and read a book while she did her charting and all of that led me to think you know i think i would really like to do this too i really feel fulfilled when i'm here working with these elderly people that she was working with and showing compassion and care and I talked to my guidance counselor about it when I was in high school. I scored really well on the test that would indicate you're cut out for a career in nursing. Also, at that time, in the late 1980s, mid-1980s, there was a shortage of nurses. There were colleges begging for people to enroll. There were hospitals offering sign-on bonuses for nurses who would agree to work for a certain amount of time for them. And so logically, it made sense that a career in nursing was a smart thing. It paid so well. I knew I could have this career and our family would be set. It wasn't going to be a problem at all. And I scored well in science. I was a good student. So logically, it all made sense for me to go to nursing school. I think there were only three of us in my class out of 500 and some students in my high school that were going into nursing. At least only three of us applied for the scholarships that were available for nurses. So um, these were not based on financial need, they were just for people going into nursing. So anybody could apply and only three of us applied out of all those people. So you, that tells you something about where this career was at that time. So I went to school, I went to a state university in Wisconsin. I'm a graduate of the University of Wisconsin, Eau Claire, and I did finish a four-year degree in nursing, and I worked as a nurse for a couple of years after that graduation. This was what I intended to do for the rest of my life. I was making good money. Uh, the hospital where I was working had a really good daycare, so I knew when it came time to have children that I would be able to send my kids to the daycare there. I would also be able to even send them when they were sick because they had a nice little sniffle center for kids whose moms were nurses and their dads were nurses and they were sick and so you didn't even have to miss work time. They would care for them well. So this was my plan. But all along that there were some things that I thought about doing that I would mention and they just, no matter what, when you talk about what you wanna be when you grow up at whatever age you are, there are some people who say, well, there's no money in that or nobody coming out of that field is finding jobs or what are you gonna do with that for the rest of your life? So I remember I loved design and I thought I should be an interior designer. That was one of the things I thought about. I really liked giving speeches, I liked writing papers, I liked all the things that some people can't stand about school. And yet it never occurred to me that it might be something that I would enjoy as a career. So I went ahead and did the registered nurse route and um, was working as a nurse when I was expecting our first child. And um, it was in that time where I started to have this idea of maybe not even working as a nurse and maybe staying home and raising kids. 
and financially it was fine because we had made sure we bought a house and planned our budget based on one salary just in case something like this should happen so um, I made the decision to leave my job we left two-thirds of our income behind and lived on my husband's income and I was a stay-at-home mom for a long time during that time I cultivated some of the creative things that I had let go when I went into working as a registered nurse so crafty things I started speaking and doing presentations for women and I really liked it so in the middle of all that I decided to um, take some classes on writing and speaking and I realized that I really liked it and it really fulfilled some of the things in me that I wanted to do now I'm gonna fast forward because you don't need to hear my whole life story but I wanted to to understand how I got from being a registered nurse to where I am now so what do I do now okay now I'm working in writing and digital marketing and one of the things I do is I help create social media content for people that includes um, some of the graphics and um, little short videos and stuff like that and the words that go along with social media posts and um, I do some blog posts I'm also a writer in that I'm an author and write books for my own audience and then the other thing that I do is I do some graphic design and I love the artistic side of that so the newest adventure with graphic design is designing books for authors who are independently publishing their books so I'm doing the cover and the interior and coaching them through the process of getting their book published and I love what I'm doing now, if you were to analyze this um, according to like a business coach or something, they might say I'm way too diversified. And I understand that I am right now. I've pursued some avenues because they will provide income for my husband and me and some of the things that we need to do, like buy insurance and stuff like that. But along the way, I'm gradually moving into places where I'm doing exactly what I want to do. Now, if you had asked me, a lot of years ago what my why was you know why am I in a career of nursing I wanted to make a difference for people I wanted to show kindness and compassion and I wanted to earn an income for our family so right now when I look at what I'm doing I'm actually doing all those same things I'm making a difference for people I'm showing kindness and compassion I'm providing an income for our family so on the outside looking in it doesn't look like anything really changed because that's part of my why. But the other really important thing that my current freelance career fulfills in me is this idea that there's a creative side to that really just nourishes my soul. And so I'm not only making a difference for other people, but the work I do is making a difference in me. I'm getting up in the morning and I'm doing something that I really want to do. I'm eager to do the work. I'm not procrastinating and dragging my feet. I'm not doing what somebody else told me was logical. And I want you to know that no matter what you're doing, if it's worthwhile in doing, it's going to be work. So there are days where it's super hard work. Being a freelancer means that I have to find my own customers. I have to find the people who I work for. I don't have a boss. I don't have somebody who's telling me what to do every day. I'm the boss. And so I have to find the work, I have to do the work and be motivated to complete it and conduct a business. So it is work, but it is so worthwhile. I love doing it. So as we transition into life repurposed, I'm going to be telling you what's changed in me in changing a career and why this can make a difference for you too.
So as we think about life repurpose, I feel like my life has been given a whole new purpose just by making this change. And the thing that's changed in me is really my mindset about work. It's not just about money. If I didn't get paid, or if I didn't need to get paid because we didn't have bills and health insurance and all those things that self-employed people have to provide for themselves, if I didn't have to have that, the work I'm doing, I would love to be able to do for free. I, I love it enough that I would love to be able to not charge at all for what I do. Of course I need to make a living and earn an income, and so I do charge, but there's something that gives you a new sense of purpose when you step into what you believe you were supposed to do. When you set aside the logic of somebody else saying, you should do this. When you set aside worrying about exactly the amount of income that your particular career might provide. So the way I think this makes a difference for those of you who are listening is that sometimes there are moments in life where we have to take a leap of faith and do something that really shakes up the stability that we have. So if you've been in a career that pays the bills and you just punch a clock and you go to work every day, but you're not really feeling particularly fulfilled by what you do, there is a certain sense of security in knowing that paycheck's always going to be there. And so a lot of times we just keep doing it or we think it's just too late in life for us to do something different. And I just turned 50 two weeks ago, and I want you to know that it is never too late to do something different. In fact, some of my writer friends really didn't see their career take off until they were in their 50s. There's a sense of maturity and stability that I bring to the table that I didn't have 20 years ago that as a writer, that's important to have. So. I don't know how many years God's going to give me on this earth. I have no idea. I, I don't even know if I have tomorrow. That's really how life is. But I'm going to live it as if it's just beginning. I'm going to live it as if I have another 50 to go. And that means I'm only halfway there and I have a lot of time to do the things that I really want to do. Eventually, I'm hoping to be able to retire and, and just do the stuff that I love doing and not worry about an income and that kind of thing and to be able to have a lot more relaxing time. But for right now in this phase, it's a lot of hustle. It's a lot of work, but it has given me a new sense of purpose. And for you, I want you to consider, could a change be a good thing for you? If you are feeling unfulfilled and unsatisfied in what you're doing, it's possible that you need a change. It's possible that you need to take a leap of faith. Maybe you need to get some education or do some training in order to do that. But I'm here to tell you that most of the things that I'm doing right now are not things I have had any schooling for. I have studied hard. I have listened to podcasts. I have watched webinars. I've watched tutorials. I've learned how to do all of it and taken notes. And, and it's almost like, edu well, it is. It's self-education in doing something that I really want to do. So I, did, I went back to school and got, I have two degrees and I won't even go into all that, but none of them are really related to exactly what I'm doing right now. And so I don't want you to be hindered by the idea that I don't have a degree, I don't have this. If all you see are the roadblocks and all you see are the things you can't do because there's something there, I want you to switch that thinking around and realize that some of those roadblocks are all in your head. And some of it just means you need to be willing to take a leap of faith and stake a claim on what you really want to do. So for me, going to full-time freelance work after having a stable job 
working for somebody else for a while was a huge leap because I didn't know if I was gonna have a paycheck every month. And I was willing to do whatever hard work it took to make sure that that happened. And there is something really empowering about being willing to trust God and say, okay, you've got this. I'm just going to do this thing that you're directing me to do. And I'm going to ask you to provide the resources. I'm going to ask you to provide the energy and the abilities and everything that I need. And it has been so cool. It's been two years that I've been full-time working as a freelancer. And um, I don't even know where the next journey, I mean, I have all these goals in my head, but I don't know which next turn God is going to bring my way, but it's really cool. And my goal in explaining this to you right now is that I would love to hear from people who have discovered that taking a leap of faith and doing what they've always wanted to do in life um, has brought them fulfillment too, has brought new purpose into their life. The difficulty and the road that they've gone on um, has turned out to be something that has brought glory to God ultimately because they've just walked in obedience and followed the steps that he's given. So as we move into our section talking about resources, I'm going to tell you about the book that I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, the book that gave me some inspiration recently, and I want to share that with you. So for our resources this time, I want to talk about the book Real Artists Don't Starve, and this is by Jeff Goins. Goings is how he says it. Um, he has a podcast, he has a website, all kinds of info out there. But um, in this one, he talks about the myth of the starving artist. Now, I'm an artist in that I'm a writer, I'm a speaker, I'm a graphic designer. So um, that's an art. But you can think of your work as an art in different ways, too. I feel like there was an art to being a stay at home mom for all the years that I did that. Uh, part of the art was. Um, living on one income and figuring out ways of making that happen in a creative way. There was an art to that too, and that was a huge leap for us to do. Um, so one of the myths I'm going to read to you here off the back cover, it says, we've heard it a thousand times, there's no money in art. It's too risky, you'll starve. So we end up chasing more stable careers. We come, become lawyers and doctors and bankers instead of poets and filmmakers and painters. We settle. The truth is we do not have to choose between a creative life and a prosperous one. And I really appreciate that in the book that Jeff Goins talks about some of the strategies that we can have for making sure that we can make a profit from our art. There's a couple quotes that I want to read to you from the book too. He talks about really recreating who we are. And this is not like um, putting down God. God is our creator. So it's not saying recreating what God made. It's really stepping into what our creator uh, made for us to be. And he says in the book, whether we changed our minds or realized the path we were on wasn't leading to where we thought, we all have a choice about who we become. We can go in the direction of what is expected of us, or we can enter a world of possibility and reimagine our future. I want to encourage some of you to reimagine your future, to think about what you could be doing and what you've always wanted to do and what steps you need to take to get to that next thing. He says in the book, recreating yourself means letting go of who you were before and accepting a new identity. My identity before was tied up in my career. I was a nurse or I was a mom. And even now, I told you what I do. I am a graphic designer. I'm a writer. Really, it's about who God created me to 
be. It isn't about what I do. It's that he created me as a person to bring glory to him. And no matter what I do, I can do that. So why not find something that's fulfilling, something that I enjoy doing, and do that instead of just being the thing that somebody logically told me I should be. Other encouragement from the book here. Um, the reason many of us never self-actualize is because it's easier to play a role in life than it is to become our true selves. And that's what I'm talking about with that idea of a career and, and just being the thing that we think we're supposed to be. The last thing that I want to read to you here um, is a quote from the book. Jeff says, the negative, Mark Fraunfelder told me, is that you tend to get spread out a little too thin and maybe you don't master certain things as well as other people who are obsessively focused on something. I wouldn't necessarily recommend being a jack of all trades, but I think it's worked for me. And I'm happy living a life of exploring different ways to be creative and trying to make a living at the same time. That really resonated with me because creative people are often distractible people. I love variety. And so for me, the idea of being able to reinvent myself and have multiple avenues in my career has actually been really fulfilling because it's giving me variety. I'm not just doing the same mechanical thing over and over. For somebody else, variety is not a priority. And so you can be really focused on doing one thing that you've always wanted to do. Ultimately, what I took away from this book is that it's about becoming who we believe God has created us to be and not following exactly the rules of what the world and other people tell us we should be. So whether it is in the career you're currently in, where you just look for new avenues of fulfillment already within what you're doing, or whether it's a leap into something new because you were never brave enough to do it, I encourage you to find a way to find fulfillment and to really experience the life that you were made to live. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. And if you have enjoyed listening on the podcast, I encourage you to leave a review on iTunes or on Google Play or on Spotify. Or if you watch along on the video, I would love to have you leave comments either on YouTube or on Facebook. This appears on all of those avenues, so I would be glad to hear from you. I just love to have a conversation and not have it just be me talking at you. So you'll find any information, the link to this book, the things I've talked about, you will find that at michellerayburn.com 16. I will see you soon for the next episode. You've been listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn. Check out tips, resources, and inspiration at michellerayburn.com.